0: Previously on the Mortal Path. Sorry, quick question. Who was Alwyn?
1: Alwyn is the son of Lady Belva. And we we don't know where he's gone, do we? Do we know where he is? Yes, so you know that he went to Sindarian. Pelleth had also told you that Alwyn that Lady Belver had said Alwin had started getting mixed up in gang related things in Sindarian. Oh. she taps the bit of paper that she's handed you to Tara that has the portrait of Alwyn and she says that's the son, he disappeared to Sindarian not very long after his mother passed away he was mixed up in one called the Singing Skulls, now what I do know about them is that there was apparently some sort of smuggling spot that was in the caves and the little hills and mountains just outside of Hopewell. You go down the other two routes, and much as you have done in the past, because we've had a pretty consistent story, you set mm-hmm. off m- way more traps, and you <laughs> dodge every single one of them out of the way, um, <laughs>
0: I'm gonna make a little house, basically, <laughs> by <a rooted> moulding <laughs> of it. Okay. Yep. Very good.
1: <laughs>
0: and um, put um, Ruby Death okay. um, on the floor, set it aflame. Yep. And just um, have a Oh, kid.
1: that's very Dark Souls. I like that. You're flaming swords Yeah, that's pretty fire. dope. Okay. This time, I'm gonna I'm gonna make the executive decision here, because now that we've got a bit more of a timeline going, it's gonna make more sense. So you're the the um. It's not Congress. What's the word in a church? Congregation. Like Congress.
2: Congregation. <laughs> congregation. <laughs> yes. Yeah.
1: The um. Thank you. So the congregation. Strong start. 54 seconds in. Incredible. I mean, so... no
2: stranger to Congress.
3: Yeah, I was just thinking that. I have
1: to make that joke. Sorry. <laughs>
3: Good jokes everyone. Knocking out of the park.
1: <laughs> <sighs> okay. did. okay. Um so
3: I don't I don't know what Congress means in that.
0: Sorry, Yubi, was that illicit conversation?
3: What? Yubi <laughs> has three pixels. You can't make them you can't do gestures.
1: No, Yubi has three <laughs> pixels and two brain cells, so let's just hey. So Fucking. <laughs> Basically. You hey, for fuck's sake. Watch the fucking language. <laughs> okay. So the congregation starts to disperse the end of the like meeting is is here and people are starting to peel off and leave in singles or, or occasionally in in twos and doubles but that's a bit more rare people are just kind of like there's an order to this it's kind of like swirling water as people are kind of walking around and then
2: like people yeah. are just slowly leaving one by one what are you doing i am going to congressing follow that lady
1: <laughs> okie dokie make me first please a perception check
2: Oh, it's not bad. Uh, it's seventeen plus seven. Oh, um, yeah.
1: So that's some. Okay. What you do notice is when everybody is standing up and kind of walking around, due to your your height, you have some slightly different angles, which means that you're pretty good at actually getting a little peek under people's hoods, uh, because you are all of two foot something or something like that.
2: And I I am I am nearly three foot tall, and I have 120 feet of dark vision. Yeah. So you can kind of see what does um catch your attention about
1: this person that like, you can only kind of see like the bottom of like her jawline and things is that her skin seems to be like a very like icy blue colour um and you can just see like she's kind of got this like thick scarf almost underneath the hood and that there are just like constant what look like tears running down into it. In fact like the the scarf itself actually seems like really quite damp. Um, and at one point when you brush close to her you do also get this like faint whiff of like brine or seawater wal-
2: sea <laughs> seawater <laughs> sorry <laughs> it's <a>
1: new NPC
2: <laughs> sorry. I will say mm, something smells fishy no. to myself
1: No, no, um, not a mermaid so you do manage to keep you do manage <laughs> you do manage to keep your eyes on her Um, although it is quite difficult because everyone's dressed very similarly and and the whole way that people leave is designed to be confusing. It's designed to make it difficult to follow people out. So you you do keep an eye on her, though. Uh, Make me a stealth check as she starts to leave and you try and follow her.
2: Stealth, you say? Yes, please. 30.
3: (laughs) Excuse you. (laughs) (laughs)
2: <laughs> okay. Well, what
1: is this
3: Pathfinder? Are we in that stage of the game now where people are blowing out thirties? I
1: did roll a nineteen. Okay. Well, I rolled a four. Yeah. I mean,
3: still. So, uh,
1: she does not. You turn invisible. Yeah. You just disappear from this plane and you follow her from another one. No. Uh, she does not have any concept that you are following her. Are you just going to like follow her at a distance and see where she goes? Are you going to stop her at any point? I want to see which sort
2: of area she is headed to.
1: She does um, a pretty typical loop around sort of the general part of Hopewell. And what you do notice as you're following her is that she, like many people who would attend these types of churches and meetings, like parts of her outfit as she like ducks into an alleyway, like she's like changing bits of it. So she's doing a very kind of like gradual change back into her like what would be like her more normal gear. So her her big cloak is reversible and like she goes around a corner and you're following her and she turns it. Um and actually on the inside with this kind of like sort of hidden lining, which again she she kind of like pulls out, is actually this really beautiful kind of like shimmering pale, almost like pearlescent white pink mother of pearl type colour. And as Ooh. she like turns another corner and she pulls down the hood, her hair, which is quite short and curly, is like water and waves and you've seen a couple of water cool. ganassi before um, but she is clearly a water mm-hmm. ganassi and more importantly as she like, turns her head to look like down a side street and you catch sight of her profile you recognise her because you saw her earlier today you just spotted her at the corner of your eye at Ralphus Morgaine's Manor and she was in the gardens there in one of the uniforms for him
2: nice.
1: so she is going to start heading towards the the upper circle I
2: think I will leave it at that now that I know who she is. (laughs) because it's after midnight i'm gonna go home go to bed i want to get my uh eight hours long rest in and uh then i will be nipping out to see Nat in the morning okay so that's very interesting i yes okay right i've made a note of all that
1: what you do also notice like again when she does that like profile shot kind of like lit by like a lamp and the moon and it's very cool and dramatic is that she has tears running down her face constantly like just like a stream oh that's
2: that's a buzzkill even
1: okay. though she doesn't seem she's beautiful but even though she doesn't seem to be like Crying, she just has like tears constantly running down into this big thick scarf that she wears. She's just
2: kind of leaking.
1: Well, more like she's tragically unable to control her tears after the death of her sister. But sure, Kitty, she's leaking. She's wet.
0: That's nasty.
2: Oh, (laughs) Gary.
0: Okay. (laughs) I love it. that evil laugh that is an excellent
1: laugh oh my god okay so you go home to the cat what you do see actually again when you're going in uh, Taro do you get like an early night do you get a late night are you still sitting up at this point it's past midnight
3: yeah I guess I'm just chilling what's your profession I do odd jobs I think (laughs)
1: You do side gigs only. There's no main gig. Taro, the man with a van. Yeah,
3: side, gigs only, side yeah. gigs only. Strictly, strictly gig economy. Uh, I'm probably playing some cards, doing some light swindling. You know. i was about
1: to say this is definitely the place for like a light swindle. You know, like it's it's a rough and ready tavern that's full of people who are um, a mix of, of criminals and things. What you what you do know, Tarot, is that during the time that nerium's been out there has been a not a raid but the door did open and four guards did walk in and sort of speak to to jarrah um and they managed to keep their cool you could see that like they had they'd clearly been warned either by yourself or by findex that this was going to happen they kept their cool and they gave like the guards like a little tour of of things and you know like the guards definitely know that at least the brothel part here is happening and like that's fine um they obviously don't know about some of the other like criminal stuff that's happening and jarrah is an adept like you know is an adept hand is an old hand what's the word
3: deft hand
1: deft hand yep is a deft hand at like mis misguiding them away from those types of things and like you know keeping it all above board so they have the guards think they've had a good thorough search can't find any evidence speak to a couple of patrons but this is a very close-knit thing and anybody who um that Jarrah has obviously thought would tell has been told very explicitly uh, no, don't no, 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 no no. that's not how we do it in the cat at least so they they leave but there has been at least one guard patrol come in by the point that Nerium gets back
2: I don't see Avalir anywhere, do I?
1: nope, Avalir is not there good yeah, uh, Avalir is not maybe somebody who would be so inclined to keep those types of secrets, uh, especially for the money offered, so um, you get back, it's all fine and uh, Findex is like cleaning down the bar, Jarrah is, uh, they've gone to bed, and you get your 8 hours of sleep in, it's all fine Nat, you also get your 8 hours of sleep happily in your stone home, z- 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 and it is morning, bright and early there is breakfast for the two of you who are in a place that has cooked food and people willing to cook it for you.
2: Yay!
3: Mo- morning, Nerium.
2: Good morning, Taro. How are you? All
3: right. Slept like a... I don't know. What What do they say here? Like, what's the expression? There's a... Log. Log? Log will do. No logs back home. So, where I come from. Really? No.
2: no. Whispering grasses. I mean, you come from a lot of places. Are you sure you don't have <laughs> logs in any of them? Uh...
3: I mean, yeah, but... Shut up. Anyway. Okay. I've
2: got... Not a morning person, are we?
3: No, I've had a thought. Hang on, let me get some coffee. They have coffee here, right?
2: (laughs) I might need to eat before I hear it. Yeah, cool.
3: One coffee, please.
1: Okay, you settle down for breakfast in the corner of the room. You are served coffee by Findex and also Queps. Yes.
3: When did you finish working last night?
1: Oh, not too late. I mean, I went up maybe like a... A half hour after you two went to bed, not too late.
3: These shifts are pretty, pretty ridiculous.
1: Well, I kind of like it. Yeah,
3: you won't have a word with jera about that.
1: No, I just well, I kind of take a break in the middle of the day, but also I don't I'm a bit nervous to go outside and, and a lot yet, so I just kind of I like it. I like to b- keep busy.
2: Oh, all right. Well, if you're happy, if you want, if you want someone to, you know come and talk to Jera about shift work or anything, then I'm happy to do that with yeah, you.
1: Yeah, I, I will. But thank you. But I'm, I'm fine for now. Do you need anything else? I'm
2: stuffed. These are delicious. Thank you. My pleasure.
3: Anyway, Nerium. Yeah. I've been thinking. Oh, God. Have you seen the posters around with Nat on them? Yeah. Yeah. Have you seen what else is on them?
2: Ah. Uh, do I like where this is going, Taro?
3: <laughs> <laughs> it's the number 50, Nerium.
2: It is. It's a, which is not a small number.
3: It's as many as five tens.
2: <laughs> and that's that's that could be very bad.
3: Could also be very good. I've been thinking that I'm not too impressed with the uh, with the with the you know the skill level of the of people. I the, mean the guard guards. We
2: did manage to get into the upper circle for like less than a day and they already had a warrant out for her arrest? I don't know
3: Well, okay, very impressed by the speed of their bureaucracy, but I'm not sure I'm very impressed by their... I... whatever You know who I am very impressed with is Nat, who could apparently jump very high Now, what if we were to, say, hand over information leading to Nat's arrest and and then Nat escapes and we have 50 Gary Gems (sighs)
2: I feel that that is a conversation that we would have to
3: have with Nat. Yeah, I think so. I mean, <laughs> yeah, we should definitely tip Nat off. We should,
2: I mean, I'm not saying necessarily tip off so much as, like, actively involving the decision.
3: Yeah, I think so, yeah, because Nat will be definitely along with it, but we should go as a unified front, I think, we should, on this one. W- w-
2: yeah, maybe we will. Why don't we walk and talk and you, you just carry on explaining it to me as we go? Okay. Hang on, I need to go and get me um peroxide and stuff.
1: Okay, you gather your surprise your surprise, FNAT, you head out.
3: (laughs) Your surprise, Fanat.
1: Your surprise, FNAT, your surprise, FNAT, listen. (laughs) I can't speak. Okay.
2: Do you do I actually know where where I'm going? We're heading back to the cave that we came from, aren't we? We know that.
3: No, a different cave. Right?
2: I think there's gonna be a point where we get to like the city (laughs) gates and go, hang on a minute.
3: Where the fuck are we This going? is really funny, actually. We're just there like at the gates like... <laughs> yeah,
2: da-da, da-da. Uh, Do
3: you know where we're going, Taro? I thought you knew where we were going.
2: No, I don't know where we're going. I thought you knew where we were going. Oh. Nah! Okay.
0: Hello. Good morning.
2: Morning. Did you sleep all right? Oh, lovely. Thank you. Oh, brilliant. Um, Where are you? Uh, I'm in the cave where we where we appeared. Oh, the first one. Yes. With the with the with the weird little notification signals on the top that said yes, some, that one of us, one. It said you were a carrier. Yeah. Yeah. Right.
3: That's still really weird, by the way. It is really weird.
2: Hmm. Right. Okay. Well, we'll be with you as soon as we can, Nat. Okay.
0: <laughs> <laughs> now, for those for those of you not in the chat, Kitty was I mumming mean, walking.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I was. Yep. Very good. It's true. So, Taro, what is your plan that you're going to explain to Nerium as you're walking?
3: I mean, I, I really thought I got the main gist of it across. Is that
2: mm, I'm interested in details, though.
3: You're very detail-oriented.
2: I can be. comes to being a semstress.
3: Yeah. Um, which is why we make such a good team, Nerium. <laughs> 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 you see, I've got the big plans, the big ideas. Yeah, yeah. you come up with the detail...
2: All right, okay. Well, I feel that this is not necessarily going to involve presenting that with quite such a fait accompli as we may have initially intended in that case, because... Isn't
3: that a cheese?
2: Uh, I think it's kind of pastry, actually. Um, but <laughs> I, my concern is that I have never broken... I mean, you've broken people out of jail before, did you say? Yeah. Have I made that up? Yeah, see, I've not done that. I've just avoided getting arrested.
3: That's also a good plan.
2: It is, but if we're handing Nat over to be arrested, then the breaking her out of jail bit is going to be... I feel like, you know, the value of experience in th- these matters is uh, to bear in mind.
3: Yeah, that's fair. Uh, I mean, I guess... What does this involve? Like, if we just tell them where Nat is, and then Nat runs away... Oh, but that doesn't count.
2: Yeah, because then we don't get 50... 50-
3: Scary pieces. Yeah, much to think about. Okay, so Nat gets captured. Nat gets some kind of arrested. What What's what's considered an arrest these days? <laughs> Does that have I to mean... be in a prison <laughs> cell? Or I think
2: so. Yeah. Okay. I think, you know, post-conviction and uh, slammed up in a prison cell, hopefully not roughed up too much on the way.
3: Yeah, that sounds right. Okay, then we collect the cash and then... So last time I did this, there was a whole kind of contraption involving a very heavy object and some bars which got yanked out of the wall. It was a whole thing, but it worked pretty well. I wonder if Nat's
2: got a spell for it or something.
3: Yeah, that's what I was thinking, you see. Nat tends to have... She's got a lot of spells. Probably shouldn't... I I do get a bit annoyed when Nat you know, fucks around with magic, but it's also extremely convenient. So, you know, I think... Nat has a price (laughs) I mean I have a price and the price for me allowing magic to to do a thing is in the range of 50 gold right right
2: (laughs) I am not about to have a conversation with you about the difference between having a price and having a skill set that you hire but
3: is that not the same thing not really. <laughs> um, I mean, it's it's the you know the the cost to employ the skill set is that not where... Yeah. Are we? Yeah. Are we? Yeah. Are we on yeah. cross paths? I feel I, like
2: when it's the cost to um do, you, you put aside a uh, a principle that you hold, that's a bit different, really.
3: My principle is that I do the least work possible.
2: Fair. That's a uh, that's a principle that overrides them. the specific overrules the general or something. I'm sure I read that somewhere.
3: You're. Okay, I haven't. I don't know. I don't know, and I'm I'm big enough to admit that now.
2: I feel like you've made your case about as persuasively <laughs> as you like. Listen,
3: to. we we've been friends for a long time now, at least, maybe at least a month. <laughs> at least <laughs> a month. <laughs> I'm willing to yeah. admit that sometimes I don't know things. Okay. <laughs> All right. You've pushed me. You've pushed me as far as I'll go. And I've broken. I've snapped like a twig. Oh,
2: Taro, I don't say things like that. I'm sorry. I didn't mean for that to happen. It's
3: okay. I'm showing vulnerability.
2: <laughs> I'm very impressed.
3: <laughs> we are truly friends now, Miriam This is it. This is the moment.
2: That's very touching. Thank you, Taro. I'm I'm very touched. Good. I love it.
1: Let's go to
3: the cave now. Yeah,
2: let's Let's make your... I think it's just around
1: okay, the corner. yeah, sure. Uh, you turn <laughs> a corner on the path, which is an open path in an f- open space. And... <laughs> Who
3: left this corner here?
1: <laughs> yeah, You just kind of, like, make a, a, you know, a 90-degree angle turn on the path and just, <laughs> like, keep going. But you do see ahead of you that cave, and as you are getting closer to it, when you get to about, like, I don't know, like 20, 15 foot in front of it, you both see the same thing that Nat saw, which is where all these other, like, black, kind of, like, pixel dots go woof, 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 over the front of the cave and form again that, like, black glass
3: sheen. <sighs> I don't like that. It's weird. Mm. It's like uh, when a lake's all still.
2: A what? And you drop a rock in
3: it? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I don't trust a still lake, you know?
2: Well, do you know what? We've not had the best experiences with lakes recently, so that's fair.
3: Well, absolutely not.
2: Right, I'm going to take out my uh, Venom Dagger, just in case, activate it, and stealth in. Okay,
1: yeah, make me a stealth check.
2: 25.
1: As you approach it, you do again see that kind of outline of yourselves in this kind of like purplish magical energy, and tarot, you who can actually read the words, do see above you, again, those words that kind of mean like a pilot, or like the one who like would, like, steer or drive something. And then you also see above Nerium, like, kind of, like, a word that kind of means, like, fuel or, like, fusion or energy or, like, power in that kind of sense. Power. Battery. Yeah, battery. Here. <laughs> and, uh, and, as again, as you walk forward, Nerium, you kind of, like, have this moment where you kind of, like, touch against this, like, black glass mirror type thing, and it's very cold, and you push against it, and it kind of gives way, and it goes poof, into all of this purple smoke you do also both see that kind of missing silhouette of nat as well is the other thing that you saw uh and it goes you've got the writing above nat's silhouette there's just like a missing like like an outline of where she should be type thing
3: Hmm. a little chalk outline
1: yeah, in magic. Um, and then you, so you go through, it kind of disappears into black smoke and then you're just in a kind of cave opening.
0: I, I, I will have, I will have come out.
1: You're sitting by this, like you've maybe like molded earth to like a little chair type thing. Yeah. Yep, by this ancient. <laughs> you just
3: hover up from the ground. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh. With
1: <laughs> lights like flashing around a halo around your head. Yeah, just like juggling fire and dancing lights and.
0: Well, I'm, I'm just wondering if I could sit on a bit of rock and then just have the rock move underneath me.
1: Yes. Okay. Do you swivel chair
2: around on your rock chair?
3: Yeah, I swivel chair around. <laughs> Hi guys. Oh my god. Oh, what the fuck? <laughs> it's a bit much, isn't it?
2: No, that's a really cool trick. How fast can you make it swivel? Uh. Sorry, never mind. I'll ask. We can re- investigate that later. Isn't that
0: how are you, expertise?
2: Well, I mean, how are you, Nat?
0: Uh, I'm good, thanks.
2: Terry's got an idea. Yeah, Nat. No.
3: What is that that rock trick thing you're doing there? What does it work on? Does it work on concrete?
2: Hang on, that wasn't the idea. Okay. Uh, uh,
3: this is plan B. <laughs> Let's see, oh. five feet per six seconds,
0: so about 0.167. No.
3: What are your I asked you what it worked on. Never <laughs> mind. Uh, uh, any
0: kind of stone, I think. What is concrete? Oh, it's that thing you make with like
2: limestone and dust, and and you can set it. It's like rock that sets.
0: Uh, It should be fine as long as it's not bone. Why would it be?
3: Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. I'm not. I don't want to go there. I don't want to investigate that.
0: (laughs) Oh, I can show you to the bone zone if you want. Uh, Ah.
3: Nah. What?
2: What have you found down here? It's
3: down that tunnel over there. (laughs) This giant whale. What, one thing at a time. A uh, giant we'll whale? see your giant whale later. A whale? A whale? A whale? whale?
2: whale,
1: oil be a whale? <laughs> Nat hasn't had <laughs> breakfast yet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, you can tell.
3: I need food. Did you bring any?
1: <laughs> I got 99 <laughs> cantrips, but Goodberry ain't one. Uh,
3: Neryn brought some feta. <laughs> 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 I
2: uh. did not- <laughs> um, I, I possibly will have uh, have A little cloth wrapped Extremely cold soggy damp crap Findex
1: is giving you some nice a pocket crap He's giving you some proper uh-uh. fucking food He's not giving you a soggy crap It's Findex Some oh. proper fucking food yeah. <laughs> uh, Finally, finally. <laughs> Okay, <laughs> yes. okay.
0: I, I will eat Return to normal Because you're not here you, when you're hungry yeah.
3: Anyway as I was saying, we need you to go to prison. What? Sorry, what? Okay. It's an opportunity to go to prison. <laughs> um, You're so good
2: at this, Tarot. In I, I exchange
3: don't... for money. Okay, now this gets me interested.
0: How much money?
3: Behold.
0: And I pull out the poster. Oh I see. Yes, you mentioned this yesterday. 50. It's
3: quite a good likeness. 50
0: GP. Yeah, it, it's 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 alright, I guess. Um you're prettier obviously oh
3: thanks so the scheme is you get we t- we tell you we tell you 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 go somewhere we tell some guards <laughs> where you are but in a way that doesn't implicate us in any kind of crime mm-hmm. then you go to prison then you get out of prison we split the split the cash in a, an equitable manner
0: interesting I do need to save up some money because there are some spells I found which I'd like to inscribe into my book, but it requires very expensive inks.
3: That's very creepy. Oh but... right.
2: Well and I mean we've got to we have got to go over to Sindarion after after we get Peleth out. Well we'll see. Well you said you had some things that you'd missed that uh, of the time scales.
0: Well let's just see if uh... If I get any replies to some letters first, uh, to see if it's safe. But oh, okay. But anyway, but, um... Safe. Oh, singing skulls. Mm. So, huh? I, I, I could use your abilities, dear friends. There's a skull which, Taro, if you could maybe sing to in a certain way, I think would open a door to perhaps treasure. Ooh! Also, I've got some weed. <laughs> oh, oh,
3: nice. Oh, nice.
2: Get that quiet.
0: Excellent.
3: Yeah, I mean, burying the lead much. <laughs> oh,
2: we've got the whole day with nothing else to do. Fantastic. God, I could, yeah. So, anyway, Singing Skulls. So, this is the Smuggler's Cave then. That, that, um, not Lady Belva, she's the dead one. You know, the other one, the Dwarf Lady. Quite, quite pretty. What was her name? Uh, Philomera Brook. Yes. Um, that's the one. Uh, yeah, she wanted us to have a look at the Smuggler's Caves, but it was the Singing Skulls. So, we actually already found the Smuggler's Caves.
0: Yes. Well, that's convenient. Walk with me. Let me sh- let me show you. And I walk through the tunnel and say, there's a trap there. I've, I've <gasps> dealt with that one. There's a trap there. I've dealt with that one. Holy shit. Uh, and then this is the whale. You see what I mean about all the bones? Oh, yeah, can't, the bones. I can't mold those bones.
2: That's not... A, that's not...
3: Neither can I, actually.
0: That's
2: too big. That's too big to be a whale. Is it?
0: I must say, biology is not my strong suit.
3: Yeah, I've not seen a whale. But, like... Nothing's this big. Neryn, when have you seen a whale?
2: In a book. I've seen books.
3: Yeah, so is Nat. Nat says it's a whale. So, you know, if we're having a book off, it looks like a whale.
2: But there aren't animals that get this
3: big.
0: Maybe it's like really, really old, old as
3: Bob. Were things bigger in the old days? Yeah. Yeah, 'cause the oxygen. What's oxygen? <laughs> Dunno. Did it, Did you well, tell me that, Nat?
0: Yeah. Yes, I did. Yeah.
3: Oh. You remember that time back in the old uh, in Tembrum, sat around talking about yeah oxygen.
1: You probably <laughs> had that conversation in the Fallen City, to be honest, because like how was that thing ventilated at the lower levels?
3: Yeah, God, what was the deal with the oxygen down there? Full of it, full of oxygen.
2: <sighs> Is it a kind of cow? I'm not
3: following. <sighs> um, I didn't really pay that much attention. Uh, this way. Nah. This way.
2: Before we go any further, just reassure me, are there any animals this big still in the
0: world? Not that I know of, but, you know, the seas. And who knows what's in the sea, really?
2: Did this come from There
0: might be lots of big, scary monsters in the sea that that could just swallow you up whole. You're literally giving me
3: heart palpitations. Like, I'm imagining that. It's just so so mean. (laughs) I did that by accident. (laughs) Uh, Love you. I'm going to
2: rootle around in my bag and pull out the um, Quillian chess piece. Okay. And uh, waggling it and going, do you remember this planet where they had like all the big sea creatures? Do you think oh, this came the from
3: there? Oh, the big sea yeah, the sea things.
0: I mean, if there's been other dislocations of people and creatures, then <gasps> yeah. Yeah, maybe be. that one
3: landed in this cave and then it got stuck because it's big.
2: That makes sense. <laughs> that makes me feel much better, actually, because that means there aren't any more of them here. Right, okay, yeah, carry on.
3: Uh, so through this way is the door.
0: N- another trap there, but it- it's... Uh, actually, I don't think I was able to disarm this one.
3: I think I'm, I'm like reaching out hand to it. and I'm like, just pull it back. Like, <laughs> <"Whoa.">
1: <laughs>
0: the the arrow trap. Mm-hmm. I'm just gonna like chuck a few rocks in there to set it off.
1: You hear you hear it kind of like Prow! noise of springs, but all the arrows are on the ground. This is a trap that actually needs to be okay. manually reloaded. So you get the the feeling that it would be something that would be uh, tur like if it was ever like triggered, it would just be. Put back before the, after leaving the treasure room, basically, or the the actual smuggler's cave bit, so it, it makes a pang because it's reset, but there's okay. no arrows in it; they're all on the ground.
0: Ah, well, yes, we're fine, we're fine, and yes,
3: this is what I want to have your help with. Uh, Taro, you do music, right? I mean, not brilliantly, but I can keep a tune. Can Can you
0: like whistle or play that tune over there? And I point to the
3: bit by the skull?
1: Yeah, that bit was actually back in the whale, but we'll say that you pointed that out on the way.
3: Finally, my time to shine.
1: Caro, can you read sheet music?
3: I reckon I can read sheet music.
1: It doesn't seem particularly complicated. Um, Make me an...
0: Uh, it's probably intuitive, right?
1: I fucking wish it was. I Muscle wish it was. <laughs>
0: but with my eyes. No. Sheet music known for being intuitive. Tutu, hey, yeah. I'm
3: supposed to be a bard, right? Let me do... <laughs>
1: Yes, yes. Uh, so make me either an intelligence or a, oh, no, make me a performance check, actually.
3: Cool. Yeah, I think we'd established that, like, one of Tara's many backgrounds, like, had basic ability to play musical instruments. So I think coming with that comes with the ability to read.
1: Yeah, Definitely.
3: Twenty one.
1: Twenty one. Okay, you take a minute in the in the actual whale, which is where there's a very little skull that's been carved into the bone, and around it is like this this bit of sheet music, and it's just a couple of bars, but you do recognize it because it is the first couple of bars of a song that you know. Now, bearing in mind things like copyright, it can be whatever song you want. And you do also see that there is again this like skull set into the door and this little kind of, in one of the eye sockets, a little human skull-shaped ocarina that is sitting there.
3: Ooh, maybe you should toot that flute. Is this in a different place to where the music notes were?
1: Yes.
0: Yes. Cool. Wait, is it an, is it an ocarina made out of a human skull?
1: That's what it looks like. You haven't picked it up yet. Uh, it's time to pick it up. Okay. Grab. Make me a nature check, please, Taro. Huh.
3: <laughs> Thirteen.
1: Thirteen. Okay, so you pick up this... Lucky for some. (laughs) You pick up this little, like, ocarina type thing, and it is, again, like, it's the shape of a human skull, and so the two eye sockets and the two... Wait, what shape is the ocarina? The shape of a human skull. There's two eye sockets. The jaw is closed. There's two holes for, like, the the nostrils, and then some of the teeth are missing. And there's also, like, a, a bit where the spine would hit the skull which is like a thumb so it's like a bigger hole but it's it's hollow inside and you can see picking it up that like some kind of maybe like resin or glue has been like stuck around it so you could like Blow into it from the top of the skull there's like a little hole in the top and it will make some kind of noise
3: let's do what i do whenever i find a magical weird musical instrument in a cave and give it a toot.
1: okay it makes a screaming sound but it is a note oh god it's definitely like it's like humanoid screams to the note of e
3: is this like <laughs> when you have like a keyboard with like a sampling function, and yes. you're just like
1: bah, 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 bah. it is, except it's more like ah type thing. It's like it's terrifying. It literally gives all of you like a little bit of an oo noise because it sounds really
2: realistic. <laughs> I'm already there. Cool. I don't like it.
3: Hey uh, Nat, shall I try the old tune off the thing? <laughs> yeah, if you can. All right, I pull it out.
1: Okay, what tune is it?
3: I have settled on the vocal line from Madadameyo from the Madoka Magica Rebellion soundtrack.
1: I can't put a clip into the podcast is the thing.
3: Oh, that's true. Because it's
1: copyright.
3: Do you have your
0: keyboard?
1: As long as it's not the actual piece of music, I can use it.
0: Okay, it sounds good. Okay, (laughs) everybody, (laughs) just just be quiet for a few seconds.
3: (laughs) Oh Ed, that was fantastic! <laughs> yeah, thanks, Gary. I Whoa, uh, I just bashed that, that one out real cool. quick, Amazing. my uh, I actually made all those noises with my mouth. Fantastic.
0: Sugars. Thank you for listening to the Mortal Path. If you enjoy what you're hearing, please take some time, go to iTunes or Podbean or wherever else you get your podcasts, and consider reviewing us. Maybe giving us a five-star reviews or four, if, if if that's what you want, or three. I guess you could do three, but really we're looking for those five-star reviews. And if you could do one of those for us, that would be wonderful. I bring you some very important news. The secret catch now stocks zombies. That's right, you can get zombie T-Rex, zombie Orcs, zombie Dwarves, zombie Brachiosaurus, zombie Ankylosaurus, zombie NPC, zombie Goblins, and even zombie Velociraptors for all your zombie needs. These are models which look exquisite, vary from a set of 3 for £5 to one of these big, big dino boys for about £13 and yeah that you look awesome so check it out and if you want to save some money on that and you want to help support the show you can use code the mortal path 10 that's capital t capital m capital p all one word the mortal path 10 when you check out we'd also like to thank rachel graff for her wonderful work in composing our theme music you can find her at rachelgraff.com that's rachel graff with two f's Com. Thank you to all you wonderful transcribers out there. You do an amazing job. Uh, just a reminder, please stay safe and healthy out there, folks. Do the washing of the hands and the distancing of the socials where you can. If you're feeling isolated, not just physically, but mentally, socially, I would advise you to come over to the Mortal Discord. We've got lots of lovely people in there and they give great pictures of nice pets and they do lovely stuff and hang out and talk and it's just a very nice place to be so i can heartily recommend that that's enough from me i hope you enjoy the rest of this episode and have a good couple weeks bye
1: As you play this 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 tune um on your screaming little human skull ocarina the door has like these little like not like symbols like letters or anything carved in but like little patterns and one by one they light up with magic as you hit the correct notes in the second half so when you play the first bit nothing happens but then when you play the second bit like the continuation off the piece from what was written on the wall it does light up and it kind of goes like, you know, ding, 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 ding along until you finish it. Um, and there is a very soft, but very kind of, not audible, but you can feel it because there's like a change in the air pressure as the magic kind of goes, woof, and like pulls back from the door. And the door's just sitting there.
0: I opened the door.
1: Wait, i the street.
0: floor. Let's
1: Everybody maybe not do the that. Dinosaur. All three of you make me dexterity
3: saving throw. please. come on. Nat did it. Oh,
2: Fox. There, the rogue is right there
3: <laughs> jesus what so I am support. i making here
1: dexterity saving throw, please all
3: right champs it's been a fucking ride <laughs> yep.
1: 16 18
3: uh 18
1: 18 okay nat goes to like push the door and all three of you see at the same moment as the jaw of the skull in the door just kind of like click opens a tiny bit, and you see this little glint of, like, a nozzle, and then this... Your flame, like, jets out and all three of you fucking <laughs> Matrix dodge this flame and it actually <laughs> looks sick as hell because after a second, like, the flame burns out and all three of you are there and like, your poses and you have all avoided the
3: attack <laughs> This is just fucking nat Styles spelunking. I like to
2: imagine that as well as looking like the Matrix, it also looks like the three guys from the IT crowd when they're told yep, to act natural Yeah, very
1: <laughs> much so That's the <laughs> aftermath uh, and there is a faint smell of, like Burnt ozone and magic, and also just a little, probably bit of like a, a burnt, singed hair and material.
2: Uh-huh. Nat, can I ask you a favour? Next time, can we check for traps before
0: we open doors? Uh, sure. I mean, the traps in here are all so slow, though. <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> no! God, that doesn't sound like something that you want to put out into the universe. That- <laughs> I'm just. just
0: Did you
3: do this to- with all the traps? Did you just set them off and dodge them?
2: I mean... Don't be ridiculous, that's clever.
0: Let's have a look in this door. <laughs> okay.
2: <laughs> wait, wait, do not step in there. I am going to have a quick, I'm going to stand on the doorstep mm-hmm. on the threshold and have a quick look into the room, whether it's investigational perception, I don't care, but I want to roll something. Make me a perception check.
3: Thank
0: you. I approve if you will choose my elven.
2: That's a natural twenty. A natural twenty.
0: <laughs> Jesus. So I also have a plus seven. Okay.
2: Yep.
1: So this room, as the door is actually like pushed open, you do all see immediately because it doesn't take any perception to see this that there are little like sconces on the wall, um, and they kind of like.
2: Foo, foo, foo
1: into flame now the flame there is not magical but whatever ignited them clearly was and again all of this feels like very low level this feels like if i actually Nat, you know this that's like a dancing lights type thing it's like a little bit of that kind of thing that like sparks something oh not dancing lights it's um a produced flame sorry is what i meant um, yeah. So it's something like it's it's small magics, but it if you had seen this a few months ago, it would have been incredibly yeah. intimidating and impressive. And right now you're just like, ah, oh, fuck that shit, you know, whatever. <laughs> have
3: yeah, seen it, exactly. been, I done that.
1: Basic. Do it in my sleep, pal. Um, this room, near as you're looking around it, there are boxes and crates that are stacked. There is a table in the far corner that's more like a desk, but it's kind of like a desk has like a really long table bit and then like a desk bit on the end of it, so not just like a straight writing desk but like half and half. Um, you see some books stacked up on it. You do also see Narian from over where you are that there are a couple of pressure plates on the floor Ooh. and you there are three of them and there is one kind of like right in front of the crates where if you were going to run for the crates you'd like run right into it there's one uh. just to the side of the the desk and as you're peering around you can see that what looks like a big safe is there so it looks like it's kind of in front of like a safe of some kind and then the third one is is towards one corner of the room it doesn't there doesn't seem to be anything around it though, but there does just seem to be a pressure plate in the corner of the room. That one's a little bit odd. it seems to be by itself.
2: hmm I will alert my friends to them. I'm gonna hang on a minute. mage hand right? I'm gonna cast mage hand mm-hmm. and I'm just gonna make it float over and point where the three pressure pressure plates are correct cool. right. yeah that that one there, that one there. I don't know what that one in the corner's about but there's definitely something going on there. Don't. Let's tread on those.
3: You could have pointed with your normal hand.
2: (laughs) I mean, I could have, but you can't see the one in the corner very easily. I have
3: dark... whatever.
2: (laughs) Well, now I can press them with the mage hand. Well, we might not want to press them. But we might not want to press them, yeah.
3: Would that be pressing a digitation? I mean, that wasn't a good joke, but you said press and like there's digit is a uh, finger and you can, yeah, you can work. I just that one. I just wanted to join in. I'm sorry. <laughs> everyone else is it was making very puns, and I just I just don't. I'm sorry, everyone. <laughs> <laughs>
0: okay, I will I will go over and I will. Um, start moulding earth.
3: This room
1: is carved from bone. It's all carved oh. from the
2: skull, buddy. Well, Buckle. if I walk <laughs> up to the first pressure plate and investigate yeah, make it, make the investigation check. Can I see if I can tell what e- what the actual trap
1: More like involves?
0: Invest the plate.
2: Oh my god. Um, I rolled a seventeen on my investigation. Okay, so you're looking at the one by the chests. Is that right? By like the boxes? Uh, the first one that you get to is you walk yeah, into the so room.
1: Yes, that would be the one kind of where all the the goods are stacked this is a pretty simple uh pressure plate and as you are looking at it there is some kind of mechanism that is going to um make as you look up at the ceiling because it's all kind of part of it as you're inspecting this there is actually like sunk into the ceiling this kind of like super heavy looking metal cage basically and you think if you step on that this metal cage is just gonna donk fall down and then you are in some way trapped
2: well, I'll take a step back, um, use Mage Hand to slap the pressure plate and drop the cage.
1: Okay. This cage drops with an almighty clatter um, and all of the like little sconces in the room go out. Ooh. That was unexpected.
2: Here, you nice. go, I think it's alerted someone?
3: It alerted me.
2: Yeah. Matt, <laughs> can you put some light on this?
0: I will cast Produce Flame and light up the sconces.
2: They back into flame.
0: It, it, it's with my sword. Mm-hmm. This one this one comes from the sword. So I just point the sword each one. <gasps> very cool. And just that's a little very bit of fire. Harry Potter it's out. very good. Exactly. Is it like
2: Zuko at the Flame Fountain oh, on his day? I was actually oh,
0: thinking Hagrid. But oh, <laughs> that's good sure. Don't.
2: Um, what you do also, Nerium, because
1: you're standing like, you know, not like super close to it, but close enough, the inside of the bars all have these little skulls like um, carved into it. And as the cage just dropped... There's, they've got like little like, f- like fake like eyeballs in them, and like the jaws are chattering and the eyeballs are rolling. So if- <laughs> yeah, yeah. So if <laughs> you're caught inside, you just have like thousands of skulls go, gah, 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 at you, kind of like they're laughing almost.
0: No, I am imagining googly eyes. Yeah,
1: ki- yeah, kind of googly okay. eyes. It's meant to be kind of like funny. It's kind of
2: Mars Attacks, isn't it? That's not nice. I don't like that. I don't that. know what that is.
3: Oh, it was a film. Okay. Great. I saw it at the video shop when I was a boy. They used to have it at the video <laughs> shop.
2: I saw it in the cinemas.
3: VHS. <laughs> okay. I-, I heard about it once
0: or twice in oh some God. old tomes.
1: <laughs> right, speaking <laughs> of old tomes, there are books on
2: this table. What are you doing, Nat and Taro? Nary set off a trap. I would like to make sure that all the traps have been dealt with before anyone walks into this fucking room. Okay.
0: I will let the expert do that.
2: Okay. So you're going over Ooh. to the uh one Ooh, th- now I'm uncomfortable. Um what's the big one by the
1: safe? So as you are looking at that, make me an investigation check, please.
2: Ooh, that's not as good. That's only 13.
1: You mm, can can't really work out what this one's going to do.
2: I'd
3: like to take a step away.
2: Okay. Um, I'm going to go over and look at the other one then. Okay. The last one in the yep, corner. Yep, maybe an investigation check. Oh, Christ. That's terrible. That's nine. This one's... <laughs> you had to call me an expert, didn't you? This one's really weird. So this one
1: doesn't actually look like it's, like, a trapped one necessarily. It doesn't hmm. seem to have, like, the little, like... Hingy bits and little gleaming bits of metal down the side of like the flagstone area. It it's definitely if you press it, it it's gonna sink down a bit or something. It's it's kind of like loose almost, but
2: Nah, mm-hmm. can you come over here very carefully and see if this is the entrance to a tunnel?
3: I step out of the room. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> uh, sure.
2: Cause I'm not. I'm uh, there's definitely something up with it, but I can't work out what.
0: When you say see if this is an entrance to a tunnel.
2: Well, it looks like it goes down, but it doesn't look like it triggers anything.
0: Hmm. Let me take a look. That's a nat one.
2: Oh, you
1: fucker! It's like a bit of floor, nat. You you crouch down, you thinking
2: man pose. You're like, it's the floor.
0: Uh, are you sure there's a pressure plate here?
2: Yeah, no, there is definitely. Should I just press it?
0: Wait. Let's let's move everything that we want to have out of here.
2: Alright, do you think we can
0: do it, avoiding both of these pressure plates? Um, well, yeah, I well, I think we can avoid the one pressure plate, the for I'm not sure this is a pressure plate, to be honest.
3: Oh, <laughs> Alright then.
2: Alright, fair enough. Um, right, let's go and open the crate. Okay, are you back in the room, Taro?
3: Wait, has somebody explicitly said that the coast is clear? No. As
2: far as we can tell, all right. we don't know what this one does, and we don't know what that one does. So we're just not going to touch them. But you're just
3: going to leave them. Yeah, just don't just touch them. All right? Yeah. I will do my best. Be fine. We open a crate.
1: Okay. It is full of gorgeous silks, incredibly expensive <gasps> fabrics, like fabrics that cost <gasps> like... Yeah, like... <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. They are they are well kept. The crates are in good order. You can tell immediately, Nerium, just from your expertise, that... That This is old. These have been here some time and probably should not be stored in this condition. And in fact, oh. on some of like the outer layers of the silks, um, you can see where um, the fabric has started to fray on the folds because they haven't been unfolded in so long. No. So they oh, parts God. of them are going to be very delicate. <laughs> but you, you imagine the way that these are packed inside, the ones inside are going to be more like Safe than the ones on the outside the outside ones have taken a little bit of like damp wear and tear damage just from being in a fucking
2: cave for
3: quite a long time yeah
2: right right no we need to rescue these
3: (laughs) (laughs) can we flip these (laughs) what do you mean sell them
2: oh (laughs) yes yes and i know exactly where sick possibly not this one on the top and maybe not that one because that's not being installed for donkeys Although, maybe it is again now. I don't really know.
3: Yeah, it's been a while.
2: Yeah, it could be. Yeah, probably best just take it all. But, I mean, to these, some of these I might refold. Okay.
1: Yep, you're gonna do a little bit of of uh, restoration work on some of them. Yeah. There are a there are a couple, like as you especially the ones like down the side, because as you're pulling the crate out, there is like a like a bit of the crate that's come loose at the back. And so like there's a bit where like some air and some molds <sighs> got in. Um no. so there's a there's a silk that you actually pull <laughs> out and as you're very gently pulling out from the back, it does just kind of actually literally fall apart in your hands because they are so beautiful and they're meant to be kept in good condition and these have not been. But there is a sizeable amount that have been better kept in the middle that are absolutely fine and beautiful. Especially some of them have actually been rolled as well so oh, they good. are actually in good condition. You also find um, in a crate that is clearly matched with that because they've got matching like you see now as you're putting them out they've got numbers written on them and a couple of little symbols um, one has like the next number in the sequence so if this is three the next one is four and the same symbol um, uh-huh. Nat your eyes of the runekeeper do language oh who here does anyone here speak thieves cant? Yes Ah. Let me check. Okay.
3: Probably not. I'll check.
1: See if anyone speaks Thieves' Cant. I think that counts as a language though, right? Like it's a, a language so that you should be able to read it as well.
0: Even if it doesn't. I do have a language that I never took at the start and background wise.
3: Thieves' Cant makes sense. Would yeah. totally work. I I still haven't found the language section of the book. Oh, it's under proficiencies in language. Yep. <laughs> yeah, no, I don't have Thieves' Cant.
1: <laughs> no, okay. Um, oh, right, okay. This thief can't. Oh, well, these two thieves Would can. work better
3: if I was an American, but I'm not. Yeah. And uh, that's just my cross to bear, I guess. It really
1: is. So the two of you, actually, now that you look at it and you've, you've pulled them out a little bit more into the light, this is a symbol that means fabrics and textiles. Um, so it's yeah. three textiles and four textiles and the next one that you open is full of incredibly beautiful lace think (gasps) Ayrshire lace think 16th century venetian lace like all tiny little bits of like tatting and crochet it's just like
2: you're so good to me i know
1: this one actually (sighs) has been properly stored so this this box isn't damaged it's all beautifully rolled and wrapped in bits of like tissue um this these two boxes alone um make me an intelligence check with advantage and i'm lowering the dc cuz you know your fabrics as well.
3: Oh, you know your fabrics. You know your fabrics. <laughs>
2: <laughs> uh, but it's been a while since i handled anything that good and i've just rolled two fours. My like 23 years, so, right? Um um my intelligence is oh, plus 0, so that will be a that will be a four. <laughs> <laughs> I rolled really high on yep, half a dozen yep.
1: things. So, you pick up one piece of lace and you remember a piece of lace like this being sold for five gold pieces and you're looking at a whole crate of them and your brain can't even compute that
2: no this is worth a lot of money it's worth a lot of money. this is gonna make 50 gold look like pocket change now what you also know
1: and i'll tell you that just without having to roll from it is this type of quality is very rare and hard to come by and therefore flogging it all there are not a lot of people that are going to take the whole lot and it's going to raise questions if suddenly the market is flooded by it. You know a little bit about We're going to have to keep some! You might
0: have to keep <laughs> <but> <laughs> Kitty's face
1: <laughs> You also know that you're going to have to be a little bit canny as to where you are selling it on to and who will take it. What you also know uh, Nat and Tarot a little bit from some of your things is that if Large quantities of very fine goods suddenly start appearing. It can do one of two things. It can drive down the value because suddenly they're available. And people who are out to make money might start questioning where all this has come from. So you've kind of you know, in if you've ever seen black sales, uh, spoiler alert, like where they get like a shit ton of gold and they're like, Yes, we can live forever, and then they're like uh, what can we actually do with this this is a little bit like that you you've kind of hit a jackpot but it's a very volatile
2: jackpot right my suggestion here because this is going to be quite a quantity of, uh, in terms of volume having worked in a fabric shop it's quite heavy when you've got a lot of it. it's incredibly heavy yeah right here's my suggestion some of the older bits we're going to take with us and i'm going to say this is my stash from before i left Mm-hmm. And I'm now selling it because I'm back in town and I need to get some readies.
0: By the older bits, do you mean like the the stuff that's been damaged a little bit?
2: I mean the stuff that's been damaged a little bit because that, for a start, it's going to sell for less. It's going to be less suspicious that it turns up, and it's going to look like I've held on to it for a long time. So we're going to take a few bits of that. Um, but we need to find somewhere a bit. I'm just. I need to work out the storage for some of this because it's too nice to ruin it. Uh, how
0: about jars?
2: Well, it's just a question of physically getting it there.
0: Because Jara's got they, they've got that um, storeroom downstairs, which is all like locked up and.
2: Well, they have, and I'm sure Jara wouldn't have any problem with that. But we've got to physically get it there as well.
0: I mean, we could leave it here, maybe not for now in this room, but yeah, I, I can I can mold stone, I can, I can make a cavern, oh and then I can god. seal it up as if there's nothing there.
2: Oh my god, you can make me a little fabric treasure room. I love this cantrip. Oh my god.
3: <laughs> That's the best thing I've ever heard, Matt. We could try and flog it to some rich person and be like, hey, you heard about the mysterious missing fabrics from olden days? And they'll be like...
2: Taro, you're overcomplicating it. Aww. I can just say that it was some of the stuff that I had left over from when I used to work with um, Florence.
3: Yeah, but you don't have this much stuff, right?
2: Yeah, well, depends where I sell it. Dribs and drabs.
3: It take a long while to get through dribs and drabs. We, there is a possibility we could we could
0: reach out to um one or two trusted fences and yeah exactly sell it to them on yeah. the understanding that they'd sell it in drips and draps.
3: i prefer untrusted fences the rates normally give you more money
0: yeah <sighs> no
2: particularly if we're gonna have to be careful with this then i'd rather go with like the people that i know and to be honest i'm not even necessarily talking fences i'm talking i mean i can walk around and have a look and see if any of the shops that i can remember are still running i mean it's 24 years is a long time but there'll be places that will be interesting in holding on to this stuff
3: are you sure i mean like yes like you said 24 years is a long time especially in the old thieving business I don't think I knew a fence who lived for more than twenty-four years.
2: Well, I definitely still know old Hafez. Um, and he took those jaws off my hands, so he can certainly have some. And the thing is, I I know who to talk to in terms of like actual sewists and fabric shops.
3: Alright, sure. Let's do it. Th- that sounds good. You know, you know the you know the you know the ropes, you know the business. We're doing this we're doing this above board this time.
2: There are other chests.
0: You've just mm. opened two of them. Yes.
2: Yeah, but I like these two.
1: Okay. Uh, Taro and Nat, are you cracking open the other ones?
0: Uh, Wait, wait. For now, should we... Because we could accidentally set off these traps, do you want to move these crates? Yes, please. And if I make this...
3: Yes.
2: And then I can start folding and arranging... And I'll and I'll put them all nicely on the shelves, and you guys can look at the other chests. That would be lovely. Okay. Are we
3: making a storeroom?
0: We, yes, we are. Okay. <laughs>
2: yes.
0: Okay. So Love it. We're, we're going to we're going to cut to a montage now, yeah. as yes. not
2: na- fabric ma-
3: okay. ma- magically. <laughs> Baru's She's the ad. only
2: customer and she owns the shop. I love,
3: I love that this is a time lapse of Tara, like slowly pushing a box across and then, like, in fast motion in the background Nat is building an entire store room or Tara pushes yes. the box across the room. <laughs>
1: yeah, you fucking
3: have zero fail with this fabric shop, Kitty. <laughs>
2: oh. Yep. I'm very yep. happy. Dungeons and Dragons.
1: Yep, You. so Nat, you are constructing this. In fact, I think you kind of like push it into the one of the walls where it stops being bone it becomes stone so like if you have the <laughs> corridor it just looks like a normal corridor but actually you can yep. create a door and there's this amazing storeroom that you've created which <laughs> you do it's it's going to take you a while like this oh, is yeah. going to be like a venture and Nerium what you do also find in that box of um, lace as you are actually starting to unpack it there's also packets of like silk ribbon again incredible quality well (gasps) kept Um, yeah threads that are literally you think some of them are maybe actually spun from like gold and silver this is like
2: I'm in this is like a
1: king's hall. this is like this is the sort of stuff that you would make clothes for like the royalty from this is
2: incredible shit Whilst I'm refolding it and reorganizing it and deciding which bits to take, I start getting slightly distracted by going, oh my god, that lace over that brigade mm-hmm. is going to be perfect. Yep.
0: Perfect to sell, right? Wait, I might not be able to do this.
2: Why can't you do this? You just It's just going to
1: take you a long time to do it, I think. You just have to do it, like, five foot by five foot.
0: You know, nowhere in this mold earth thing does it actually say you can mold earth. <laughs> 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 I've just realized this. it just says you can excavate it move it along the ground and deposit it yeah you can make pictures with it yeah you can make it become difficult terrain Mm -hmm. or normal terrain if it is difficult yeah. But it never actually says you can mold Earth.
1: I don't care. It's really cool. It's just I'll be strict about it in combat okay. and I'll be strict about it where it's actually going to like fuck shit up. Um, but we're going to say it's like it's a really slow process, um, but you can do it because it's cool as shit. Like, I'm not going to shoot this down at this stage now. It's very cool. Thank you.
0: I do that. Okay. And I, if anyone's as people are nearby, I'm imagining there's a small just um, under the breath verbal component, which is me just going tough, tough, tough,
1: tough, tough, very <laughs> good there are uh-uh. okay so you, you are making this Nerium you're sorting fabrics Taro you've moved you've helped move the box are you going through some of the other stuff Taro see what else is there
3: I'm moving this box
2: you've you've moved the box oh. we've done that bit
3: yeah let's go back to the other boxes I think it will
2: take you less time to move the box than it will for Nat and Nerium to get on yeah, with their bits yeah you're fine um, so there
1: are there are four more chests and you can't speak Thieves' Cant so you don't know what's in them um, but you crack open the first one and this one is full of books and they are in pretty good shape They're very old-looking books. They look very expensive. They're kind of bound in like proper leather, bits of gold. Do you do you like open any of them up or?
3: Yeah, I'll have a thumb through. See what's in them.
1: Yeah, they are all uh, first editions. Most of them are signed by the original authors. They are things like books of maps. Um, they are things of like atlases, encyclopedias. There's lots of things about like the world around them. Some have like really gorgeous illustrations in them. Uh, make me, again, make me an intelligence check and I'll say again at advantage because you know a bit about, like, you know, you know a bit about smuggling goods. Not fabric specifically, but, like, these sorts of things you're more adept at knowing. So make me an intelligence check with advantage.
0: Okay. Unlimited knowledge.
1: <laughs> you're busy. You haven't seen this. You're building me a shop. Eleven? Eleven. You think each of these are worth probably between five and ten gold pieces a book. again, they are all incredibly rare they are incredibly um (laughs) sought after and they are the sort of thing where again if suddenly a whole lot of them appeared on the market boy that would be weird
2: so no one else is going to get to read these though (laughs) (laughs) here's
3: the thing Mm -hmm. in character is it conceivable that i'd be like this is weirdly suspicious how, like, this cave happens to have two crates of things that are, like, very much tailored towards my traveling companions. <laughs> or is this, like, a level of which, like, that's that's peering behind the seams too much?
2: There's, yeah, there's,
1: there's another
3: crate containing musical instruments no.
2: it doesn't contain musical instruments I don't know what it's got in it if it's not it's, fucking musical instruments it's more instruments. money no. yeah it's just money <laughs> oh my god it's a horde of anime no. <laughs>
3: <laughs> it's one Mask of those fucking off.
1: <laughs> there's, there's <laughs> crates that you could buy from ebay in the 90s Wait, this is the lost ruby no.
3: season <laughs> oh it's, it's finally the season <laughs> where ruby is good
1: <laughs> no. Um, no what you do think Taro, is that um these are all goods that are designed to go into a place like Hopewell. These are things that are going to be wanted by the nobility of Hopewell. They're fine fabrics. They're really expensive books. They're the sort of like unique things that would be shown off in a city that seems to have a population of nobles to normals that seems kind of whack. So it's uh-huh. the, it's the kind of thing that you think have probably been brought would have been brought here specifically, you know a little bit about cities like Sindarian. There are some nobles, there's like a real elite, but it's a, it's a different kind of vibe. It's a different kind of city. Hopewell to you, you've looked around, Hopewell is the place that like has all of, like, the doilies and, like, the silk crinolines. And it's all very kind of, like, Jane Austen period piece type, like, fancy shit. This has all been specifically curated for these types of people. The fact that two of your friends fit into them is a comment on them rather than on what you're finding. Oh,
3: I see. (gasps) It's more like that. And
1: as, again, as you open the next crate, there is another crate that is full of, like, really exotic, like, spices and things that are going to make foods, like, taste really, like, impressive and amazing. And then the... After 24 years? Uh, well you don't know how long the cave's been abandoned you don't know Mm -hmm. Um, so you know and again like they're all like glass bottles that have the corks and the wax stoppers so like you know and some of the spices are like in so like there's like things like I don't know if Tara would know this but there's like nutmeg but it's not ground yet so like it's gonna keep some of its freshness until Mm. you grind it so it's in its forms that are meant to be stored and carried and smuggled and things like that because and, and Tara what you're also noticing you're not finding like gold and you're not finding like money because they have that these are things that would be sold for very high prices the very last chest that you open is like a long one towards the back of the wall and as you open it it is like kind of like bigger than you thought as you open it not in a magical way it just like it seems quite inconspicuous but as you open it there's actually a lot of room and it is filled with incredibly beautiful swords and they have like incredibly like bejeweled handles and they've all got like you know like engravings in the actual blades and they're a little bit like pompous and a little bit like flashy and showy and again in the upper circle you have seen some people going around with like a sword on their hip type thing um and you have seen some like clear like fashion statement like um sheaths and things and so like there's clearly a market for that too shut up kitty um (laughs) sorry so this and there's like daggers, <laughs> beautiful curved blades, all sorts of like weaponry um and just from your general knowledge these could be used in a fight. They don't look any better to use in a fight than any others necessarily. They're not mechanically any better than any swords. They're not magical, but they are again easily worth 50, 100 gold pieces per sword. They are just incredible. You have found like a king's ransom that is going to be very difficult to actually
3: move on. I would like to pick up like four swords and then walk back to the the little cave thing that we're building. Mhm. I've come up with a new scheme. Where did you get Yeah, what? Oh, swords. Yes, it's a lot of swords.
2: Fucking hell.
3: Those are fancy. They're pretty fancy swords. But I have become aware of consequences of having all these swords. It's very simple. We now possess the ability to to, to collapse the market in fabrics, swords, books, and spices. We could, spices. through careful deployment of our resources, crash the price of, say, swords, to the point where we bankrupt any existing sword merchants, buy up their property on the cheap, <laughs> and then control the flow of swords. <laughs>
2: We, it's the masses seizing the means of production, really, isn't it? Because if we make being rich, valueless...
3: Exactly. Also, I was thinking we just basically get a cheap shop, but your your idea is good, too.
2: Oh! Anarchy!
3: No, well, no, I mean, I do like it, but I have swords now. Really
2: nice frocks, but anarchy. I'm getting a bit giddy. Anarchy
3: was good when we didn't have loads of swords. And now we have loads of swords and expensive things, so I'm not so keen on it. <laughs> but wouldn't we just
0: crash the market for extremely expensive swords?
3: I mean, presumably there's somebody there who has a lot of money invested in expensive swords. Anyway, now there's some books you can read if you want. Ooh, but...
2: I don't want to crash the market in silks because you know actually weavers deserve some money. Okay, what about weavers? Well, you know what? Actually, it takes a remarkable number of people and skilled artisans to produce fabric of this quality.
3: Yes, it does.
2: And you know, it tends to be quite underpaid work, so I wouldn't want to crash the market.
3: In All right. Well, well.
2: Also, I want I want to keep quite a lot of this because I haven't made any decisions. I mean, yet.
3: I'm assuming the big there's a big crate full of spices. I'm presuming the spices came from somewhere else, probably far away. So I think the amount of damage we can do to the spice industry is relatively low beyond this area.
2: Do you think Findex will want some?
3: Probably. We could really boom the cat.
2: Did you say something about books?
3: Oh yeah, I found some books.
2: Oh, that's nice for you, Nat.
0: It's
3: fantastic. They're also valuable, I think, because of the gold on them. Th- there's gold on the books? Yeah. It's a bit gaudy, I guess.
0: Let l- let's move it all in here. Ooh. Yeah,
3: let's do it. Let's let's this is a good stash we've got here. Yeah. It is. Oh 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 oh
2: Nat, look at this one. This is just the right colour for your eyes. Ah,
0: oh, thanks,
3: Neri.
2: It is some of the most beautiful
1: fabric you have ever seen in your entire life.
0: Well, I've, I've got the one blue dress, but uh, something like this, it would completely distract from the rest of me.
2: Do you know what? The trouble is, it's going to take a while to sew, <sighs> but we could put you to get something together that would get both of you into that opera looking like royalty.
3: Excuse you, I look which fine. Would be... I already spent money on <laughs> you this. You
2: do look f- <laughs> from a professional point of view tarot i'm gonna leave that there and that's a really bad idea because it made you dead conspicuous but you'd look so good you'd look so good (gasps) oh it's a first edition
1: (gasps) and it's signed by the author and and this this book that you're holding this is easily 200 253 like 250 years old signed by the author first edition
3: first print holy
1: shit incredible. And actually looking at it, Nat, who actually does know a whole lot of shit about books, this isn't a forgery. This is the
3: real fucking deal.
0: This is an original a, a treaty on economics by Canard Meats.
3: Does it tell you how to crush the market by flooding it with uh, things you've found in a cave?
0: Ooh, there is something about it here, yes. <laughs> Fascinating. I, I I wouldn't want to get rid of any of these before I've read them.
2: That's fair. I think I might take a couple of armfuls of this fabric back because that's going to be the easiest thing for me to get to turn into money.
3: So someone's going to want these, right? People don't just leave this stuff lying around. I mean, we're going to, but we have cave magic, so.
0: Uh, It wasn't exactly lying around.
2: Well, I mean, it was fairly well protected, wasn't it? We're just badass like that.
0: Uh, Montage moved the rest of the stuff from the crates all the way into the shop. Yep so just, uh, to, shop, just to give Jesus. you a little
2: bit of like
1: um um numbers here uh there's there's well, now that you're like lying them out there's 30 swords <laughs> yep there's about 50 books as for like materials and silks i mean <laughs> if you sold all of these for what they're worth you could have a house in the in the upper circle no problem and you Fuck. you could you could just be like nobles in a day with the money that you could get from these if they all sold on the same day at, at face value basically you have you have easily in fact actually you have as much money probably right now as some of like the the middle to older houses from this but just in this kind of capital but oh just in God. stock i could buy ralphus you, you mm. could buy ralphus but But just in stock And I want to make that very clear You don't have it in assets, collection or liquid capital You have it in stock (laughs) You know (laughs) Also, as you're moving this I want to just reiterate again That all of this stuff is genuine And as Taro just pointed out Probably recognisable And is maybe something that has been lost Or gone missing And should suddenly it start resurfacing you're going to want to have some contingency plans, mm. and I say this because I love you, and also because I don't want to figure out what that would look like if that all I went mean, super tits up.
0: We've all got criminal backgrounds. Yeah, know you, know, you know what's we, up. We know what's up. Yeah.
1: So you move it all in, you seal the door, it's, it's you know, for now, you seal the door, it's all safe. I'm taking some of the uh, fabric and light. Uh,
0: let's take a look at the desk then.
1: Okay. So you head back into the room and this desk has like the stumps of old candles on it. And the first thing that you see as you're looking over it, being very careful to not step on the two traps that you know are there, because uh, I'm not mm-hmm. that cruel, um, is a a ledger and a, literally like a log book. And as you start flicking through it, it's written in very neat writing. Um, and it is kind of an inventory and it goes back maybe like a hundred years or so. And it stops...
2: Ooh. What's the most recent date? So there? it
1: stops... Now, I'm not very good with numbers, and I can't remember canonically exactly what I've said, but I'll tell you what. So it stops six months before the death of Lady Belva.
0: Interesting. Okay. So
1: I can't remember what that means in numbers, but that's what the implicate, but but that's what it means. Because I can't remember what I said for when people were arrested at what point. I'm only a simple person. I can't work out that sort of bullshit at an hour and a half into the recording. But it stops. What you need to know is that it stops about six months before. Lady Belva dies. And as you're picking through... Are you all picking through these bits of paper and picking
2: bits up and stuff? I'm kind of rubbing my face on silk. Fabrics. Oh, God.
3: How dare you? I'm starting to get concerned. I'm just very
2: excited. Okay.
0: <laughs> I'm, I'm reading everything.
2: Okay. So as you are... I trust Nat to remember everything that she reads, so I don't really need to.
1: So as you are picking through... Taro, you pick up a letter. And this is in the same writing that is written in the, in the ledger. And this is a uh, letter that says "dear," and then there's no name written. It's just "dear," and then there's a, there's a blank space, and it goes on to say about owing money to the Singing Skulls, and there is like kind of a confession of doing some uh, removal of goods that were claimed to have been lost in the process of getting them here, um, and it's it's kind of like a confession letter. Um, and it isn't signed at the bottom but it's in the same writing as that and what you like looking at it it looks like the person who wrote it hadn't yet got the courage to address it so it's like they've written the confession they've written it and then like the final bits would be to like sign who it's for and sign it uh, but make me an insight check please tarot
3: insight do, do, do.
1: 11 11 that's good enough this is the tone of a letter of somebody writing to somebody that they love and uh, who is dear to them, and that they are begging for forgiveness. Basically, they're trying to confess what they've done without giving too much away and saying that they are sorry for it. And that as you're flicking through this ledger, you with with your keen mind and your kind of general like knowledge and abilities, you can actually see where some like like fiddling of the books has happened you can kind of pick that out in various places um and wait
0: can, can i just check so yes. that's no are you are you saying the books have been fiddled so the stuff in the crates here is what has been fiddled and so this stuff has been kind of disappeared or is it other stuff that has been
1: other stuff oh, okay so you can say so, yeah Go so right. you can see where like um I don't know how I don't know how people do this. I know it's a thing people do. I'm not an expert in financial white collar crime. I don't know how you do <laughs> bookkeeping so that you do a crime a crime. I don't know how you yep. crime books, but people do it and it's bad. Book crime. Um, but there's book crime here. And you get the feeling that what's happened is like like I get I don't know how it worked, but Whoever has done this has like skimmed off the top, said it's either broken, damaged, or it didn't sell, or whatever, um, and has been selling onto the side. And as you're looking through, you do find a couple of bits of paper which look like receipts that aren't part of this, that looks like whoever has sold it has sold it on. Um, And Tara, as you pull out like another little bit of paper, you do see a like signed, you see like a couple of daggers signed over to house Morgaine and there is a signature at the bottom. Oh, well. And it is Alwyn Velva.